Good morning and welcome to Ten God It's Monday with Tony Aliogana Raphael. Today we are discussing calling. God wants you to see your work as a calling. Last week we discussed God's mandate for man's work. We discovered that God's purpose for work is for man to steward and take care of all of his creation and as co-creator with him master the universe so that humanity can flourish to the glory of God. In other words, the purpose of work is service for the good of man in a way that honors God. That should be enough purpose to make work exhilarating. But unfortunately, it's not so for many. And the reason is because of wrong work orientation. I came across a story some time ago about a traveler who came upon three bricklayers working at a construction site. He asked the first man what he was doing, and the man said he was laying bricks. He asked the second man the same question, and he said he was building a wall. When he got to the third man and asked him what he was doing, he said he was building a cathedral. They were all doing the same thing, but had three different work orientations. The first man had a job. The second man had a career. The third man had a calling. Which work orientation do you have? King David, the second king of ancient Israel, was a very successful man according to the Bible. His resume from when he was a teenage shepherd boy to the corridors of power as one of the most powerful kings in his days was very intimidating. And I have often wondered what could be the ingredient behind such mission accomplished life. In Psalm 78, we're given a telling snapshot of the work life of David. As I read verses 70 to 72, I'll be pointing out four timeless characteristics that God expects us to apply in any workplace environment that will radically impact our work orientation. Quote, he chose David, that is, calling, his servant, that is, service, and took him from the sheep pen, from tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his people Jacob and of Israel his inheritance. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart, that is character. With skillful hands he led them, that is skill. So we see four characteristics, calling, service, character, and skill. God demands these attributes from every Christian in any work environment. But you know, many Christians think that calling is reserved only for those in vocational ministry. Nothing could be further from the truth. As a matter of fact, the job of a pastor is not any more sacred or important than the job of, say, an accountant in the bank. And this is because, from a biblical perspective, all value-added work is an extension of God's work. The truth is that we have all received a personal invitation from God to work on His agenda using the gifts and talents we have been given in ways that are eternally significant. But what do you do when you find yourself unsatisfied with your work life? And how do you transform your job or career into a calling? I would say it all comes down to perspective. To help shape your perspective, let me share two verses from the Good News Translation of Colossians 3, 23 to 24. Quote, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as though you were working for the Lord and not for people. Remember 
that the Lord will give you as a reward what he has kept for his people. For Christ is the real master you serve. End of quote. I have a question for you right out of that text. Who is your real employer? Those two verses from Colossians tell us emphatically who our real employer is. If you are a genuine follower of Jesus, then Christ is your real employer. Let me illustrate it this way for you. Your earthly employer is merely your customer to whom you render services, for which he pays you daily, weekly, or monthly, depending on the terms of engagement. But your real employer is God. While you are at liberty to decide which customer you may want to render your services to per time, your employer remains the same for the rest of your life. God hired you for life. And ultimately, he is the one who promotes. Remember this text? For promotion comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge of all. He pulls down one and sets up another. That's a common verse that we all quote regularly. Which means that we believe that promotion ultimately comes from God, not our earthly boss, because it is God that we are really working for. If that is true, would you say your current work ethic is good enough for God? If not, then your worship on Sunday is hypocritical. I'll be back shortly. Welcome back. The longest story in the Old Testament is the story of Joseph. Joseph was one among 12 brothers, but his brothers didn't like him, so they sold him into slavery in Egypt. But Joseph approached his work as a slave with a sense of calling. He took his slavery job seriously. Rather than become bitter and negative, he decided to become the best slave in Egypt. When he found himself in prison, he deployed his gift and talent for the good of all in such a God-honoring way that he became the best prisoner in the cell. Eventually, God promoted him to the palace and he became the Prime Minister of Egypt. You may want to ask me how I knew that this man took his lowly jobs as a calling and viewed God as his employer. I knew that from what he told his brothers when he met them 13 years after they sold him into slavery. Here's what Joseph said. And Joseph said to his brothers, Please come near to me. So they came there. Then he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But now, do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourself because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve lives. For these two years, the famine has been in the land, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing or harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it is not you who sent me here, but God, and he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and a ruler throughout the land of Egypt. Interesting, isn't it? 
Joseph is speaking with the benefit of hindsight. Though he had a dream to become a ruler someday, he didn't know how it was going to happen. But he went into every job with a mission and a sense of calling. Now who knows what hangs in the balance on your current job? Well friends, this is where we call it today today. Remember to follow me on my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channel where you can actually watch the previous editions of this program on video. The handle again is at Tony Aliogena. At Tony Aliogena. Join me right here next week at the same time, same station, and be sure to tell your family, friends, colleagues at work, and neighbors to join me as I lead you on a journey to connecting your faith in Christ with your daily work. God bless you and have a glorious week ahead. Everybody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Salvation and glory.